we're going to get started. And before we do, I want to show you, you know, something. Mm. Mm. Does everybody know what that is? That is the world's number one selling hamburger. Two old beef patties, cheese, lettuce, onions on a sesame seed bun. What, I, what, did, I, what did I leave out? Special sauce. The secret sauce. The secret sauce that makes Big Mac my favorite. Maybe we'll get one after service today. And we all heard of uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. 66 secret, special herbs and spices that make it finger-licking good. Yeah. <laughs> well, today, by the service's end, the secret will be out. The secret to the kingdom of God. Success lies with secret ingredients. And our success within the kingdom lies in secrets of the kingdom. The mystery of the kingdom life more abundantly John chapter 10 verse 10 Jesus says I came to give you life no I came to give you life more no I came to give you life more abundantly in Romans chapter 5 verse 17 it says that through an abundance of grace and gift of righteousness we're supposed to be reigning reigning in life as kings the Amplified Version says, as kings, with Christ Jesus. So success within the kingdom of God lies in knowing what its secret is. And by being attentive and understanding the teaching of Jesus in Mark chapter 4, verse 3 through 34. Now, I only have 35 minutes, so we can't go through that whole scripture. In fact, I've been going through it for about three years and every time I go through it, I gain something else of importance from it. I would encourage you that after today, uh, in your devotional time throughout the week, you look at Mark chapter 4, verses 3 to 34 in its entirety. But the teaching of Jesus in Mark chapter 4, verses 3 to 34, unlocks the secret to how the kingdom of God works. And by listening to what he tells us, you can position yourself for the abundant life that Jesus came to provide to all who believe, to all who believe. We need to position ourselves. It's not automatic. The kingdom of God is not automatic. We have to position ourselves, and we position ourselves by believing, by receiving, by hearing, by speaking. That's how we position ourselves. In Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 19, this is not on the notes, Jesus, uh, the God told Moses, or Moses was telling the people, speaking for God, you know, uh, I declare before heaven and earth as, the, the, as my witness, I put before you life and death, curses and blessing. And what does he say? You choose. The choice is yours. We have to position ourselves. We have to make the right choice. God will not automatically do it for us. Because if he would, if he would, if, if that's the way he operates, then it says, my will is that none should perish. Then none would perish. But it's individual choices. It's our choosing. It's our positioning. 
So we're going to look at, at this story, this parable about the sower. And in Mark chapter 4 and verse 13 is a key verse. And it says, Know ye not this parable, and how will you know all other parables? So think about what Jesus is saying here. He's saying if you, if we don't understand this parable, we won't understand anything else. Because in this parable, in this teaching, this is how the kingdom of God works. Period. This is how it works. And if you understand this, we can live in the kingdom here on earth. So look at Mark chapter 4, verse 14. It tells us, number one, the word goes forth. Absolutely nothing is more important, more vital, more life-giving than the word of God. Before anything else can be accomplished, the word has to go out. The word has to go out. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, we all know that verse. The book of the law, or for us it's the word of God, should not depart from your mouth, but you should be careful to do all according to it. All right? And uh, it shall not depart from your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall have good success. What makes his way prosperous? The word of God. What makes his way successful? The word of God. And I've heard, I haven't proven this wrong yet, but outside of Jesus, there's one man who is not a sin recorded against him in the word of God. And that was Joshua. That was Joshua. Think about Joshua. This is a little rabbit trail, so don't look. It's not on the notes. Think about Joshua. There's a portion of scripture in, in the book of Joshua that says, never before and never since has God hearkened unto the voice of a man like he did Joshua. On that day, Joshua said, sun stand still and moon don't move. In order for that to happen, the whole entire solar system had to stop. The earth had to stop revolving on his axis. Joshua commanded it. And the Lord hearkened unto his voice. And it, through his power made it happen. But it was Joshua. And so I, I'm, I, I read that and I'm like, wait a second. There are no special people and there are no special programs. So I started declaring, Father, I thank you that you hearken unto my voice. I thank you, Father, that you hear my voice. All right? But this Joshua was able to do that because he kept the word of God, the word of God in his eyes, in his ears, on his tongue. Nothing happens. Nothing happens unless the word of God comes first. In Psalm chapter 1, verse 2, well, verse 1 says, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. He's blessed. Why? Because he's not hearing what he's not supposed to be hearing. He's not receiving seeds he's not supposed to be receiving. And then, next, and then chapter 2 says, but his delight is in the word of God. And in that word, he meditates day and night. But that's impossible. No, it's not. We think about something all the time. All the time we're thinking about something. So we could be thinking about God and we could be thinking about his word. But you can't think about God. You can't think about his word if you're not putting it in. 
Okay, you're not putting in. But that man shall be like a tree firmly planted by streams of water who yields its fruit in its season and its leaf doesn't wither. Its leaf doesn't wither. He never loses his identity. If you stay in God's word, the truth of God's word, your leaf will not wither. You'll never lose your identity in Christ. An overcomer. Victorious. A conqueror. You will never lose your leaf. You will never lose your identity. And in whatever you do, you will prosper. I want to prosper in everything I do. Well, what do I have to do? Delight myself in his word. Delight myself in his word. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 20 and 23. My son, attend to my words. Incline your ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life unto those that find them. And health to all thy flesh. Does anybody need healing? Is anybody, is anybody looking for a touch from the Lord? Well, this says right here, it comes from the Word. It comes from the Word. Amen. Nothing happens outside of the Word of God. And this word, attentive and inclined, let me see. Uh, we had a dog, his name was Fozzie, and he gave us 12 wonderful years, you know. Um, but Fozzie, and my wife let me know this, I had a car that had a squeak. And Fozzie would just be laying there. But all of a sudden, when he heard the squeak, he knew that after the squeak, I would come through the door. But so after the, he would hear the squeak, he would get up and his ears would go like that. And he would be attentive and he would listen. When my son Stephen would come home, all my son Stephen would do is, is give a little whistle. Right, Laura? And Fozzie, no matter what his position was, he got up. The ears were straight up and he was standing at attention listening, watching, waiting. This is what it's telling us to do when it comes to God's word. When we come into his house, are we coming ready to stand at attention, have our ears stand at attention to receive, to hear, to take? Nothing happens without the word of God. In John chapter 6, verse 63, it says, it is the spirit that quickens. And that word quickens means energize, revitalize, make as new. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Before there are any miracles, before there are any healings, the word is given. In Luke chapter 5, verse 15, in Luke chapter 5, verse 15, it says the multitudes pressed against him. The multitudes gathered to him. But you know what it says? They came to hear him and then be healed by him. The hearing comes first. The hearing comes first. Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. So the word of God comes and the word of God comes and then faith comes and then faith comes. The word of God comes and then faith comes and then we have it. And then we have it. Amen. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing by the word of God. The word of God is so important. Every knee is going to bow. When that name of Jesus is mentioned at the end of time, every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess at the mention of that name. 
Okay? But in Psalm 138 and verse 2, you know what it says? I have exalted my word above my name. His word. Nothing happens without the word coming out first. And then we see through, the, through the, this parable of the, of the sower, the next, one of the next things that happens is the word is received. The word is received. And I was looking at this um, parable, and particularly I was looking at verse 16, where it says, And these are likewise, are these are they likewise which are sown on stony ground, who when they have heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness. There's a word there that says they receive it. And so I'm, I'm, as I'm reading that, I'm thinking, but, but, it, but it, didn't, it didn't produce. They received it, but it didn't produce. What, what happened there? You know, cares, worries, choked the word. Well that, well, that immediately tells us that they were accepting other words. But it did say they received it. They received it. So I'm like, Lord, what happened? Especially when I read um, verse 20. And these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word and receive it. And it brings forth fruit, some 30-fold, some 60-fold, some 100-fold. So I said, Lord, wait a second. The first group received it, but it didn't take root. But the second group received it, and it did. So there must be a difference in the way we, we receive. There, dif- there must be a difference uh, um, behind those words receive. So I did some studying, and the first word receive in the Greek is lambano. It just means to accept it and to catch it. So they accepted it, they catch it. How many times are we in conversation or we're engaged in conversation with people? We hear what they're saying, we catch it, but it really doesn't take root. And as soon as we leave, we forget it. We hear a good word from the pastor and he gives us a good word every Sunday. He gives us a good meal. He feeds us well, all right? And we hear it, boom. As soon as we walk out the door, we forget it. We, we hear, we receive it, we catch it. And this was just the, the word means in that verse. But the word in verse 20 is paradekamo. And that means not only to take, to take to oneself, to admit it in, not to reject it, to accept it, and to acknowledge it as one's own. So that when you hear the word of God and you receive it, and you take it into your heart, this group left making it their very own. This is my word. This is God's word to me. I'm taking it for me. I'm leaving it and it's mine. And because it's mine, and because now it's in my possession, I'm not going to forget it when I walk out the doors. And that's what that group did. That group took it as their their very own. In fact, listen, moms, and dads if we're at the park and there's children playing you know sometimes we're aware of children around us we're keeping an eye out and we know they might be in danger okay and um, we like oh man I hope they I hope that their mother and father are paying attention you know but but now when it's your child all right and you're watching them and something happens you go right to them you rescue them you save them why because that's your very own son or daughter. That's yours. 
And this is what that word means in the Greek. It's yours. There's no separation. There's no separating. And that only comes from keeping it on your lips, from keeping it in your eyes, from keeping it in your ears, from meditating it upon it, upon it day and night, and from making sure it gets into your heart. Keep it in your heart, keep it on your tongue, keep it in your thoughts until it becomes your very own. Because God, Jeremiah 1.12, is watching over his word to perform it. Numbers chapter 23 and verse 19. God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Has he not said it and will he not do it? Has he not spoken it and will he not make it good? <laughs> will he not make it good? And you know, what we hear is so important. I didn't always understand this. I didn't always believe this as a believer. Imagine that, you're a believer, but, but you, you just don't believe certain things. Why? Because of what we heard, what we heard, what we heard. My wife, three years ago, was it three years ago, hon? Diagnosed with colonic inertia. And that's when the, when the entire Old Testament shuts, shuts down. It's no longer working. We went to see the surgeons at Columbia Presbyterian Hospital. And, you know, he gave us the great news. There's nothing that could be done. Nothing but to surgically remove it. So my wife grabbed my hand and squeezed it really hard. And my wife, she said, well, I'm sorry, but that's not an option. So we, we left, and we were in the elevator, and she just started weeping, and I didn't know what to do, and I just held her because I didn't have any answers because of what I heard and because of what I was taught. Now, it's nobody's fault but me because the Word of God is there, and I have the Holy Spirit for revelation, but for 37 years of my 40 years as a Christian, I heard God is sovereign. It's up to God. No, 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 that can't be. Well, I know that's not right now, okay, because if he's done it for me, He's going to do it for Carol. If he's done it for Carol, he's going to do it for Rhonda. Why? Because God's not a respecter of persons. He respects his word, not people. But I didn't know that. See, I didn't know that. You know, I thought, well, God is God, and God will do what he wants to do. Okay? We heard that, we heard that, well, you know what? If this sickness is upon you, God puts sickness on people because, because he's trying to build character in them. He's trying to build character in them. You know what? As, as, as I look at that now, I'm like, how could I have been hoodwinked by that? But I heard it, and I heard it, and I heard it. And you know, as I study the Gospels, not one time in the 47 accounts in the Gospel of Jesus, it says he healed them all. He healed them all. He healed everyone. He never came to them and said, not now, my child. There's more for you to learn. Not now, my child. This is for your benefit. I'm building character in you. He healed them all. He healed them all. But you see, we were hearing different. We were hearing different. We heard, then we heard, oh, sometimes he puts sickness on you, sickness unto death. And I'm like, I hope not. No, Lord, no, Lord. And so as we started understanding the word, especially the after the cross word, where he became a curse to redeem us from the curse, where by his stripes we're not healed, we were healed. Forget not his benefits, he heals all my diseases. With a long life, he satisfies me. I'm like, where were those words? Why weren't they in my mind? Why weren't they on my lips? Why weren't they in my heart? So, so my wife and I began to understand the truth of his word. 
And it took a while. Because every time we wanted to believe this, you know, the old stuff was there. And in and, 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 and Hosea chapter 4, verse 6, it says, My people perish for lack of knowledge. We always quote that part. But then the second part of the verse says, For they reject knowledge. Well, see, we were rejecting this at first because it's not what we heard. You know, that's why Jesus said the traditions of men make the word of God of none effect. That's still true today. But you see, my wife, she started pacing every morning. And she had the healing scriptures. And she was reading the healing scriptures. And she was quoting the healing scriptures. And she was listening to Christian music. And, and good Christian music that was truthful. Okay, that had the truth. The truth in it. And, and, and we, were, we got rid of our cable box. We got rid of it. And we started watching Kenneth, Kenneth Copeland and Kenneth Hagen and Andrew Womack. And we were putting grace and we were putting truth and we were putting healing in our ears. And the next thing you know, woo, my wife is healed. And you know what? I, w I wouldn't have known what to do. Because right after that, we knew what to do when my son was healed of cancer. Right after that, my daughter was healed of, of alopecia totalis. Right after that, one by one, it started falling. Breathing disorder, blood disorder diverticulitis, arthritis, gone, 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 okay? So we have to be careful what we receive and what we hear, all right? The word is received, and as you see this from, from this parable, this is how the kingdom works. This is how the kingdom works. Number three, this is what you have to understand. This is vital. The earth will bring forth the fruit from any seed that it accepts. And you know, when it's talking about the earth, you know what that's talking about? That's talking about our heart. That's talking about our heart. The earth will bring forth the fruit of any seed it accepts. And in Mark chapter 4, verse 20, 28, Jesus tells us that. For the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself, first the blade, then the ear, after that the full corn of ear. Of course, he's talking about the word of God. Because that's what the word, that's, that's a truth. If you put the word of God in, the word of God is going to produce of itself. But you have to understand, any seed you accept, any seed you receive is going to produce of itself. You decide what seed you let in. You decide what seed. You know, I, I, I start many mornings, you know, present yourselves a living sacrifice, you know, wholly acceptable unto God. And I start up here and I work down, but I, I go with my eyes. Job chapter 31 and verse 1, I make a covenant with these eyes. These eyes are not looking upon anything they're not supposed to look upon. They're not looking upon anything that's going to build negative. They're not looking on anything that's going to destroy faith. They're not looking at anything that's going to build unbelief. All right? And then I go down to my ears. Matthew chapter 6, verse 22. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye is single... If your eye is single, the whole body will be full of light. In Matthew chapter 13, verses 15 and 16, For the people's heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have, not, they have closed. Lest any time they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart. Who's done the closing there? God hasn't done the closing. They've done the closing. And it says, but blessed are your eyes, for you see, and blessed are your ears, for you hear. All of us hear, all of us are hearing today, but all of us are hearing differently. We're all hearing differently. 
And it's up to us to make sure we hear properly. In, in Acts chapter 10, you can read the account of Peter being sent to Cornelius. Cornelius has a vision, call for Peter. Peter has a vision, go to Cornelius' Cornelius's house. But when you read that in, 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 in Acts chapter 10, I, I believe it might be verse 38, I think, verse 38, the first thing Peter starts, starts out with is, you've heard about Jesus. How we went about healing all who were oppressed. How we went about doing good. Because he was anointed. What was Peter doing? Stirring up the hearing. Stirring up the hearing. Stirring up the hearing. Why? Because faith comes with the hearing. And Peter couldn't even finish his message. Peter didn't even get a chance to finish. Because as Cornelius remembered and faith came, the Holy Spirit fell. We all hear, but we all hear differently. We determine, number four, we determine the measure of manifestation in our life. Mark chapter 4, verse 23 to 25. If any man has ears to hear, let him hear. And he said unto them, Take heed what you hear. With, with what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you. And unto you that hear, shall more be given. The more we hear, the more will be given. For he that hath, to him shall be given, and to he that hath not, from him shall be taken even that which he hath. We determine the measure of manifestation in our life by how we hear and receive the word of God. How we hear and we receive the word of God. Romans chapter 10, verse 17, so then faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. How many of you know that? You know it. I know you know it. You just might know it's, it's Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. Death and life are in the power of this tongue. Death and, oh, it's up on the board. Death and life are in the power of this tongue. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7. As I think in my heart, so am I. As I think in my heart, so am I. I can't do it. You're right. I can do it through Christ. You're right. By his stripes, I was healed. You're right. But the doctor says, well, you're right. We choose. We choose. Isaiah chapter 57 and verse 19. And this is God speaking. I will create the fruits of your lips. What's coming from our mouth? What's coming from our mouth? You know, that happened to my wife. And, but then with me, just prior to getting this revelation from his word, just prior to getting this revelation from his word, the vice president of my company called me because this was bigger than my manager's pay grade and her manager's pay grade. So the vice president called me up and she said, listen, we just got the doctor reports on you. We're putting you on family medical leave. I mean, I had back injuries. I had neck injuries. I had multiple surgeries before this, you know, before I got this revelation. And the doctor's report were, get rid of this guy. Get rid of this guy. I wasn't raised that way. I was raised, I was raised to work. So I was, I was working through a lot of pain. I was working through it. But they put me out. And I said, no, Lord, I'm not going out this way. You don't want me to go out this way. You'll tell me when it's time to leave. And you'll move me. But not this way. 
began to get into his word. I began to get into his word. And slowly but surely, different parts of my body were becoming healed. Not that they weren't already healed. They were, but it was manifesting. It was manifesting. It was, because by his stripes, we already healed. As I was speaking his word, as I was believing his word. And I'm like, listen, I'm feeling great. I want to come back to work. I want to come back to work. And they said, nope. Nope, not without full medical reports. So I went back to my surgeon. I said, listen, I want to go back to work. I want to go back to work. I'm feeling great. Well, he wouldn't let me go back to work. He said, first, we're going to send you for testing. So he sends me to this clinic. In the meantime, God is doing miracles. Why? Why? Because I'm believing. Because I'm believing. See, we sing that song, nothing is impossible, right? That's the word that's, that, that the angel spoke to Mary. He said to Mary, he said to Mary, with God, nothing shall be impossible. But you see, what comes after that? What comes after that is vitally important. Verse 38 is just as important as verse 37. And what did Mary say in verse 38? Be it unto me according to your word. Be it unto me according to your word. So the word of God started working. He sent me to this clinic where I had to pull, and I had to push, and I had to lift, and I had to drag, and I had to climb. And this guy said, listen, wait a second. Listen, I'm, I'm not understanding this. I said, why? What's the matter? He said, most people come here because they want to get out of work. He said, you look like you're ready to get back. I said, that's why I'm here. I need your report. I need your report. So I got the report. I brought it back to them. I brought it back to them. Back to work. I'm believing when God says it's time, and I know it's time is coming. Amen. Debbie, I know it's time is coming. I know it's time is coming. So, so what happened was, I also was told I had to have a knee replacement. Knee was shot. No, 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 no. By his stripes, my knee was healed. So I, I, if you know how workman's compensation goes, I had to go back to the doctors. He has to do all his tests and whatnot. How's your knee? My knee's healed. How's your knee? My knee's well. How come you've never taken my medication? Because my knee is healed. By his stripes, it was healed. What are you talking about? By his stripes. Amen. It was healed. Amen. So they did all the testing, and they said, your knee is fine. I know. I told you. So, so after two years, you have to go back to the compensation board, and you know where everybody, I don't, please, I don't want to, you know, we're looking for awards, okay? But for me to look for an awards, it would be to deny the word of God. And I ain't about to deny the word of God. Okay, so we went there, and I was so excited. They said, well, Mr. Roll, it looks like in the last several years, you have not gone back to the doctor. So we would like to close out this case. I said, close it out. I'm healed. I'm healed. His word is true. His word is right. It's up to us. So then, what words are you hearing? What words are you hearing? What seeds are you receiving that are being planted in your ground, in your soil, in your heart? What fruit are you bearing? The fruit that you bear is going to be reflective of the seeds that you're receiving. We're so good at receiving. I was thinking about this the other day. You know, I have two relatives, my aunt and my uncle. My aunt decided he wanted to live. So he's received the word of God, and he's been miraculously healed. But my aunt is convinced she's dying. 
and she won't receive the word of God because she says, why would God give us doctors if what they tell us isn't the truth? So she's receiving the word of the doctor. And just think what we do. We go to the doctor, right? We go to the doctor. The doctor comes out and tells us we have this. And then what do we do? We say to our friends and relatives, the doctor says, I have this. And the next thing you know it, what do we say? I have this. So you imagine if we did that with the word of God. I read the word of God. And God said, by his stripes I was healed. The word of God says, by his stripes I'm healed. By his stripes I'm healed. Okay? What fruit are we bearing? The word of God always produces of itself. Always produces of itself. So what are we in need of? If you don't like what you have, then change what you're hearing. If you don't like what you have, change what you're thinking. If you don't like what you have, change what you're saying. Because you will have whatsoever you say. Let's stand as we close in prayer. Glory to your name, Father. We worship you, Lord. We praise and exalt your name. Father, we've all had the reports of man. We've all heard, we all might have received the reports of man, but I thank you because your word says in 1 John chapter 5, verse 18, we have the witness of man, but the witness of God is greater. So right now, Father, we accept, we receive the witness of God. We receive the truth of your word. We take it as our own. We take it as our own for our healing. We take it as our own for finances. We take it for our for its own, for relationships. He who the Son sets free is free indeed, and we thank you, Father, that through Jesus and in Jesus we are free indeed today. We declare, we decree that we are good listeners, that we are attentive listeners, that we are good receivers, and that our heart is good ground. And we thank you because that being said, we know your word will produce 30, 60, and 100-fold fruit. We praise and worship you. Father, I speak healing right now. I speak healing, Father. I speak financial blessing, Father. I speak children coming home, coming back home to their parents, Father. I speak marriages being restored right now, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Receive it. If, if, receive it. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.